Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, 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 welcome to the Fox Across America Game Ball Presentation Ceremony hosted by your main man, Jimmy Fallon. Each week, as you know, I try to highlight something that occurred on this show that I thought was very emblematic of the spirit of what we do, meaning political analysis. It's kind of goofy, okay? A level of intellect that you could absolutely portray yourselves, okay? That's what makes this show great. Like, I am very much not only talking to you at your level, I'm usually talking to you beneath your level, okay? You put on talk radio nowadays, you expect to hear an academic, like a constitutional scholar, like somebody that makes you feel like you got to Google stuff, okay? The only thing you Google when I'm on the air is what other jobs can we get this Jimmy Fallon fella? But anyway... This week's Game Ball recipient, a regular on the show, a frequent guest host as well, who not only joined me for some political banter, but took a few live phone calls on the air. It's a silly thing I like to do with guests from time to time, is bring on a guest and, and take on some additional guests along the way. It's a fantastic voyage. Everybody's welcome. It's the Olive Garden when you hear your family. And uh, no family member behaved better this week than Jason Chaffetz former Utah congressman, Fox News contributor, who joined me for some good talk about my cab driving experiences and some great talk about election integrity, including a couple of cameos from some fabulous callers. So without further ado, Jason Chaffetz, come get your Fox Across America game ball. Hey, man. Jason in the house. I can't believe you'd turn over the controls, but well, was, hey, yeah. if you if you if you got to go, you got to go. I love how you're saying that as if there's not a gun pointed at me right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I consented to you hosting my show. Uh, <laughs> none of the listeners know this, but let me give them a heads up really quick. So I have a Fox Nation documentary called Moon Landing Factor Fiction. It comes out this Monday, August the seventh. Uh, Chaffetz, we are running such a tight ship here at Fox in terms of radio, TV, books, travel, stand-up, that you know what I'm doing tomorrow while you host the show? I am filming the wraps for the documentary. Like, it comes out Monday, and we're finishing it tomorrow. <laughs> well, it's breaking news. I mean, it just happened, so I'm glad we cranked it out as fast as you did. But you want to know why it's actually we're filming the wraps tomorrow? Because the I'm issuing a verdict in the documentary about whether or not we actually went to the moon, and it took me oh. till it took me till yesterday to decide how I truly feel. I'm not even kidding. Like really? that's that's how deep we went down the hole in terms of conspiracy, in terms of astronauts and everything in between. Uh, and uh, I will not reveal it on the air. Everybody will have to watch the doc. It comes out on Fox Nation Monday. It is called Moon Landing Factor Fiction. There's a lot of there's astronauts. William Shatner's in it. It's good. It's actually good, Chaffetz. A couple of your old colleagues in the in, in the house are in it. And I, I'm impressed. No, I know you've worked hard on this and yes. you're passionate about it, but I, I, I thought it was interesting. My wife the other day said, and she's not a conspiracy theorist, but she said, you know, you watch those old videos and you think, really? That, that's what it looked like? <laughs> Dude, like, I know. Are we sure that wasn't a studio? <laughs> we went. I mean, when you go and you actually see the capsules, it's like we went to space in a dishwasher. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. It was a Maytag dishwasher. It was a Maytag. <laughs> 
And they just <laughs> shot it up on the tip of a rocket. But, you know, I don't feel bad for the they astronauts. They put some more tin foil on it. Make it look spacey. Thank you. But I don't even <laughs> feel bad for the astronauts. At least they knew what they were getting into. You know, I got to be honest with you, kind of got a raw deal. The monkeys we sent into space. Because <laughs> they didn't know they were signing up for space. They were just like, oh, there's bananas in here. I think I'll go check it out. And the next thing you know, Curious George was on a rocket ride into the stratosphere. Like, thanks for the heads up, man, in the big yellow hat. And, Why don't uh, we do that again? I mean, would that not be the most watched show Instagram account ever? Monkeys in space. Monkeys in space. What could go wrong? <laughs> the, Muppets did, the Muppets did pigs in space. Pigs in space. I that remember, was didn't great. they send a dog? Didn't like the Russians? Yeah, the Russians send a, sent dog? a dog. He didn't live. It was a whole to oh, do. Didn't? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it was. It happens. A long season. Nobody goes undefeated. But uh, Jason Chaffetz is on the line. That capsule must have stunk like something. Ooh, not the. Well, listen. Got eight, eight, eight astronauts in a, in a capsule for eight days with no potty. I wouldn't imagine as much better than what the dog was doing in there. Let's be Would clear. Would you go to the space station? Would you? Are you into space tourism? No. Um, uh, for this, that was definitive. Yeah, no. Well, Why this not? Is the thing. First of all, because it's not made for guys my size. I'm 6'1", 245. I weigh more than all three Apollo 11 astronauts combined. <laughs> when you go to the Neil Armstrong Museum, the guy's like, you know, mid fives, but he weighs like 120 pounds. You know? Yeah. yeah. You can't. I, I'm two Neil Armstrongs. So there's no way. <laughs> there's, there's no way. A Jimmy in space with that would be fun. I mean, we, they sent Senator Jake Garn from Utah into space mm -hmm. in the space shuttle. Yeah, that was a thing. And then, you know, they had the, the recent, like the Blue uh, Origin rocket. William Shatner was on. I interviewed yeah. him about that. And uh, that's kind of just like a hot air balloon ride. You go up high enough to see the curvature of the Earth and come back down. You know what I'm saying? You're not up there for days or weeks. You're not breaking out into space no. and floating in a no. suit. You're basically hey, if I'm going, I want to be floating out there in full in space. Weightlessness. No, yeah. no, these guys are just going to show off on Instagram. Just... Hey, but I got to tell you, mm -hmm. when I was in Congress, I did get an F-16 ride out of Hill Air Force Base here Ooh. in Utah. And they took me up to about 30,000 feet. Then they let the nose drop down, and oh. we went straight down oh, wow. to about 5,000 feet. We had experienced the whole weightlessness yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that. Oh, I loved it. It had to be amazing. Unbelievable. Jason Chaffetz is in the house, cheating death. Uh, we're doing all kinds of adrenaline tourism today. Here's some real adrenaline tourism in, in modern media. I want to take a few phone calls because we've been talking, before I get to them, Jason, about election integrity and about the fact that Trump's getting indicted for the third time today for essentially doing uh, a lot of what was done to him in the aftermath of the 2016 election. I mean, to be clear, we both heard plenty of Democrats saying, it was stolen, right? That's right. They went to the floor of the House and they declared that we shouldn't certify. And, they, and everything that uh, you know, Donald Trump has said, mm -hmm. they said yep. out loud, aggressively, including Nancy Pelosi. Uh huh. And let's not forget Adam Schiff and his role and the committee he sat on telling us night in and night out there was collusion as far as the eye could see. So how was that not undermining faith or defrauding yeah, the American with people? Russia, yeah. which turned out to be totally false and made up. Dude, I have a 24-minute montage of Democrats denying the legitimacy of the election. So, yes, there's... <laughs> but people forget this stuff, you know, because we're all a prisoner of the moment now. 
now because the news cycle you're living in becomes so omnipotent that it kind of just like thwarts any connection to the old day or the previous precedent. But I right. hold on to this stuff. And uh, yeah, he's getting indicted for what they did. But the bigger issue here, and me and you have talked about this, is the country has a problem with election integrity if the last two elections ended with the losing side saying they lost. And there's no way this gets better in 2024 if we continue to vote in new and unprecedented ways. So don't you think on some level it would have benefited us after Trump, uh, his claims were done and, you know, Biden had been sworn in, if we actually had a bipartisan investigation into election integrity, if for no other reason than to generate buy-in. I'm not saying to drag Biden out of the White House. I don't know that we have proof of that. But wouldn't it have benefited the country to take that hard look into the election? Yeah, I think if we could have made it truly bipartisan. I mean, you have Stacey Abrams, who still thinks she's the governor of, <laughs> of Georgia, right? I mean, and um, so you have plenty of people out there on the left who think that uh, it was fraudulent as well. Um you know, what I worry about is is federalizing it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's what I think the Democrats ultimately want. But I think that would be the worst. These elections are essentially run by counties. Yes. And and, you know, certified at the state level by, say, an, a, a lieutenant governor or somebody mm -hmm. like that. Um, and, and so you got to tackle it at a local level. But I hate early voting. Yeah. I, I think everybody should vote on the same day Love that. with the same information with a voter identification. Yeah, it worked for a long, long time, time, man. And I don't long know. Long time. Yes. And it, you had neighbors and friends and people you knew and like, hey, you don't live in our neighborhood. And, and yep. And you know how they worked around that is they just started to call stuff like that racist and discriminatory. Yeah. Now, we can't do the same. And everybody's like, whoa, all right, I guess we ought to give them their way. And, you know, that's. No, the, and don't yeah. and don't start voting. Mm hmm. Before you've had the debates. I mean, they, they, we saw that in yeah. Pennsylvania with Senator Fetterman. Yep. We saw that in the presidential election. Mm -hmm. They skipped the debate on foreign policy. Kind of an important thing for yep. the president of the United States. You don't say. <laughs> Vote after we actually heard the candidates, you know, at least fake it till then. If you're, you already decided, you've already decided. But. Fake it till you take it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Jason Chavis is on the line. Let's go to the calls. My man Dan is out in Pendleton, Oregon, and he is a veteran truck driver, and he has a plan. Right, Dan? Yeah, brother. Uh, yeah, just uh, just real quick story about your moon landing. Uh -huh. So the date, uh, July 21st, happened to be my brother's 10th birthday. Wow. My mom, our whole family went to our elementary school where they had a black and white TV, and my first grade teacher uh, her husband helped make the, the uh, outfits for the, for the astronauts. Oh, wow. Uh, right oh. there at Los Alamos Laboratory. So she was, like, ready to pass out when they literally got They didn't know what would happen. But yeah. anyway, for, for, back to the voting, if you have a foyer, meaning you go through a door, uh -huh. and then the next door is either, you know, Trump or whoever. And everybody knows that. So that's just the president. Once you go through that door, downline ballot, you know, whatever, it's all private. Uh -huh. But the point is, nobody would see who you're voting for. Are you with me? Uh -huh. You got an overhead camera, and we're just counting the people that went through the red or the blue door. It's so simple. Uh -huh. it, would, it would cut out all the cheating for president. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you're saying me? throw some cameras in there. That Listen, yeah. I like where your head is at, but we're being told we can't even have cameras to track the cocaine in the White House. I don't know. <laughs> the, I, I don't know that we're getting cameras in every vote. Voting precinct, but Dan. And by the way, Jimmy. Yeah, uh -huh. By the way, I, I drove a limo and a taxi in Vegas. It ain't New York, no question Whoa. about it. But yeah. what a job! I think everybody out of high school uh -huh. could drive a limo or a cab. They'd learn a lot more than they do in college. Would Would and you a, ever? What a life! Experience. 
experience. Yes, I'll tell you, too. You, you learn so many things, and you also appreciate hand sanitizer. i got to be honest with you. <laughs> you see some things. Dan, brilliant call. We'll do it again, brother. Thanks, buddy. God Thanks, my, my man. There he goes, the great Dan in Pendleton, Oregon. Yeah, Chaffetz, you do see things driving a taxi, driving around like that. Well, you smell things, too. Oh. I, I get it. Can I tell you something, though? This yeah. is This is real. I have never, from the, the very first time I opened a taxi for my very first shift, the way it works when you drive a taxi is you put your license, there's a, a holder behind your head where you're driving. Yeah. Okay, so the guy, you know, who's about to shoot you or stab you can see who he's taking out. I mean, I don't know why else it's there. Right. <laughs> Just, I want to give you a good picture Perfect of what this concept. guy looks like. Yeah, okay. So anyway, it's there hanging up behind your head. So the first thing you do is you open the door and you put that, license you slide it into a slot so your passenger can see your license then you sit down and you lock you turn the meter on and you start the car so the very first time i mean in my life that i had ever opened a taxi door to this day i don't know what i smelled but the second i smelled it i mean the split second not 10 seconds later not 20 seconds later something hit my face and i somehow made a conscious decision to never use my sense of smell in a cab again i've never smelled a cab ever I breathed out of my mouth for seven years. Like, and people would meet me and think I was weird, but it was just something that kicked in. It was like a survival instinct. And I actually never, I, I, I know cabs do fabulous things in terms of aromatic <laughs> give off, but I managed as a defense mechanism to never smell it. What do you think of that? Well, I don't know. I just worry about the guy who barfed in my taxi the night before. That's what I worry about. Yeah, that's, that's that. That's why I drove days. You see, that's the thing. When you drive nights, there's less traffic, but during the day, nobody throws up in your cab. You know, so you got to pick. You got to pick a weird poison. Last I was in New York, I didn't. I didn't take Uber. I took the, the good old traditional taxi, yeah, and it was great. It was you, a good experience. You're damn yeah, right, nice it guy. Was. Jason Chaffetz is on the line. Barry is out in L.A. Uh, Barry. Hey, Jimmy, first off, I apologize to your call screener for being so combative with him. Second of all, <laughs> he needs it. Rough him up. He's filling in today. Give him the business. So, Go ahead. So um, the reason why today is happening is because the, the Democrats are experts at exploitation mm -hmm. and Republicans just let them get away with it. Mm -hmm. but my, the reason I got combative with your call screener, you know, why are we taught when we have a discussion about January 6th, mm -hmm. 2021 right now, mm -hmm. why do we always start out the conversation? January 6th was bad. It was two and a half years ago mm -hmm. on January 7th. Would, would our country be any different on January 7th if the January 6th insurrection had not occurred? Well, no, in, aside from yeah. aside from Ashley Babbitt still mm -hmm. being right. Mm -hmm. So we got to stop playing into their hand and just it, it, all right but it, i won't i won't argue with you because i'm going to lose you to commercial break but january 6th was bad you can you no know, it wasn't well, how can, again okay. how january 7th, how, how tell me tell me what would have been different on january not about 7th, what would be different we're talking about what happened barry i'm not what? i can't carry I the call long but what i'm I, saying is no no, no the, you can't the, south, the, south, the south side of chicago every saturday night is worse for america that's than that's fine but the capital of america being stormed oh. and breached is not anything storm. other than half, bad half that's fine that's barry that's fine we'll take this up another time and okay. thank you for the call barry right. good call uh, listen, just so everybody understands, talking to you as the host of the show, I was on the air when January 6th happened. Of course it was bad. 
It wasn't good. It's not something you ever want to see again. The argument against January 6th is what they tried to turn it into. But the, as they tried to turn it into, they were overthrowing the government. The guy in the Chewbacca bikini was going to be the next president. Like, you can argue that. You can pick your battles and have targeted warfare. My real going forward gripe is I don't want to dwell on January 6th. I want to dwell on the fact that it was the end result of people questioning the election, which also happened in 2016. So what Chaffetz and I were talking about, Jason Chaffetz is on the line, is the fact that we really really do need a collective buy-in to the legitimacy of these votes again. How do you do that, Chaffetz? Do you think anybody would ever be interested in a bipartisan committee, or do you think that gets framed as trying to undermine faith in the elections just because you want to look? No, I, th I think you, you should. I mean, that's what a responsible government is, uh, sh should be doing. Uh -huh. um, it's not going to happen before 2024, but there's several of those things. We need to look at how we do classification. We need mm -hmm. to look at election integrity. We should look at a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. And uh, and again, I don't think the consequence is all federal issue. And uh, I, I really don't. You may have to go to a commercial here. <laughs> not yet. We've got a second. No, we, but, but yeah. you know, the one other thing I wanted to add with January 6th, it mm -hmm. was bad. It mm -hmm. was really of bad. Course. It should never, ever happen. But I also think the investigation that ensued afterwards was incomplete. Uh -huh. For them to have just Democrats convene a panel and not and have a Republicans ask questions, to not, you know, dive into what happened with the Capitol Hill police and all of the other security parameters, to not ask questions of Nancy Pelosi, who was in charge of security that day, it just makes it incomplete. And so you'll, you won't have a complete picture of what happened. And again, should never, ever happen again. That's why it should have been bipartisan. But Democrats wouldn't let it be bipartisan. Nope. And they had nobody. They wouldn't put anybody on the committee. And uh, it's yeah. it, that was all a scam. And that's, that's, that's a setback. It's a lost opportunity yeah. is what I'm trying to say. And that's the part I wish, I wish we would have taken the time to look into. Yes. Because the truth is that that environment, that distrust hasn't gone away. Like there's no world, understand, where if, if Trump wins, okay, or a Republican wins in 2024, the Democrats are going to say it's stolen. Like we know that, right? I mean – yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, that's what I'm saying. I think the script is supposed to be due by the end of the month. <laughs> well, they, this Hollywood writer strike is screwing them up. So they're well, just they're getting... getting chat, GPT, or whatever they call it on it. So it'd be, AI will take care of this one. Funny, Jason. Keep the jokes coming tomorrow when you host the show. Thank you, brother. That's going to do it for the Fox Across America Game Ball Presentation Ceremony. I am all over your TV this coming week, but more importantly, right here with you on the radio. So buckle up, girlfriend, and we'll see you back here on Monday. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.